Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. This is Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohorts, and today we're doing this recording from the United States of America, not in Italy where we typically would be when we do our recordings. And today is not a typical uh, update like we would normally do, but this is more something that we uh, wish we've done in the past where we would just uh, tackle uh, a topic perhaps or share some recent insights or things that uh, maybe we've learned along the way or maybe we'd open up uh, yeah, a biblical doctrine and expound that a little bit or something regarding missions or Christianity. Um, today's uh, topic... Uh, will be uh, some observations that we've made currently while here in the in the U.S. visiting and, and promoting practical missions cohorts. Uh, so I have four different observations that I've made so far uh, that I think could be uh, useful for other people to hear, perhaps beneficial, encouraging, uh, uh, something like this. So I'll just go ahead and read them off and uh, talk about it a little bit. And I don't have any fancy uh, intro or outro to the podcast episode today. Uh, as I mentioned before, or in different avenues of communication with our partners and supporters, uh, while we're on the road here, we don't have quite the technology we would have when we're normally on the mission field and, and every day. Uh, we, you know, we have our computer there and our regular recording stuff. Uh, I could use uh, an iPhone to do some recording, but unfortunately, the iPhone I'm using is actually a bit outdated and I can no longer use the app that I did a couple of years ago, uh, which is good for podcast recording and so on. And I'm out of uh, storage space on the phone, which makes everything quite complicated. Uh, but we did order a new one, a refurbished one on Amazon, and that has a lot more storage on it. Hopefully it'll arrive sometime soon. And then uh, in theory, we can do uh, a little bit more quality uh, recording again once we have that. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm sure you guys don't mind. You don't expect fancy things from missionaries in the first place. Uh, we're just at the Lord's service, taking the little we have, the the loaves and fish and so on, and giving them to the Lord and asking Him to bless them and use them according to His will in whatever way would please Him. Uh, so that being said, uh, observation number one that we'd like to share today has to do with uh, what we notice right away when we get in the vehicle and we start driving around in the U.S. There's churches everywhere, literally all over the place here in the States, uh, something, you know, Protestant churches and, 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 and Roman Catholic churches as well. Uh, but the sad thing is, is most of the Protestant churches we see here in the States are what are known as, uh, you could say, maybe mainline churches or a better definition, I think, would be uh, liberal churches. And in the podcast show notes, I do want to find the link to a really good book uh, and a really good article if you have want to know better what it is a liberal church, what they believe and so on, or what they don't believe. Uh, I'll give you a link to some really good material there that would be really helpful. One is a book by J. Something Matchem, and another one is uh, an article from Ligonier Ministries uh, by John Gershner. Uh, really, really insightful articles uh, to help you understand better what a liberal church would be. But in short, they deny the inerrancy of Scripture, and that's the big killer right there. Because if you if you say that there's errors in the Word of God, all of a sudden everything is up in the air, and and little by little you drift away from biblical Christianity, also known as Orthodox Christianity, and so on. And the sad result is most people here in America, when they look around and they see and they think of Christianity, they think of churches, they refer to these kinds of churches that they see, which aren't actually churches. They're not biblical churches. They're just gatherings of people who maybe use the name God and the name Jesus here and there, uh, but really uh, don't uh, stand uh, in agreement with Christians throughout history that have lived and died for the truth of Scripture and so on. Uh, But sadly, that has plagued 
the land. That's an observation we've noticed. And on top of that, there's also a large presence of Roman Catholicism here in the States. Now, in Italy, that's all there is, but there's actually no practicing Roman Catholics, very, very few. Whereas here in America, they're actually practicing, so it's quite different. Uh, but sadly, anytime you listen to an atheist uh, complain about Christianity, for example, what they'll refer to often is Christianity, in their mind, means Roman Catholicism. Uh, but in my mind, and in all biblical Christians, we understand Christianity is one thing, and Roman Catholicism is another thing. Uh, there's some grave errors uh, made there. We have things in common, for sure, with uh, Roman Catholics, like we believe in in the Triune God and and, and Scripture and everything. Now they've added things to Scripture, uh, which is you know God put a curse on those who add things to Scripture. They've changed the gospel. That was the is the core disagreement, and uh, their gospel is not by grace through faith. It's grace faith plus works and a lot of confusion there and they've led astray millions of people around the world through for a long long time and uh, there's a lot that can be said there but sadly that also plagues the land here so the average person if he thinks of Christianity unfortunately what he thinks of is wrong and if you can imagine uh, Satan would be really happy about that that's probably all his work and his design is to imitate Christianity or copy it and uh, have people think something is Christian when in, in fact it's not and then keep them in the dark, so to speak. Uh, so that's one observation we made. There's a plague of sorts here through liberal Christianity, uh, which isn't actually Christianity, and Roman Catholicism, which in my opinion, and some may get offended by me saying that, it is not Christianity as well. Observation number one. So that's a sad reality. Uh, a great reality, though, that we observed is uh, corporate worship here in the States. What a wonderful, uh, what a wonderful thing! Two times I came to tears on a Sunday, gathering with the body of Christ, uh, singing hymns, singing praises, uh, in churches that do it well, and the music is not overbearing and too loud. It's done just right so that we can actually hear each other's voices and sing along and, and remember good uh, hymns and so on and psalms, and uh, and it's just such a wonderful thing. Now in Italy, uh, it's wonderful to us to hear this because in Italy we're used to ten, twenty maybe 30 people, sometimes 40, gathering uh, as a corporate body and, and worshiping together. And it just doesn't have the same effect as hundreds gathering together to sing praises to the Lord. And that's something just wonderful about that. And for us, it's really exciting also because we see our, our son is, is being exposed to uh, seeing already at his age uh, the larger work of Christ and the church in this world. Uh, and, and that brings me to another thing that brought me to tears, actually, was a, I was at a missions rally. I was able to be there and just meet other missionaries and see what, hear about what they do. And it was encouraging to me to hear of a missionary kid who grew up and then now is reaching back and helping other missionary kids come to know uh, Jesus Christ as Lord, as Savior, uh, and to deal with the issues they deal with as kids pulled into the missionary field against their will, so to speak, or without even desiring. It's just because of their parents. They're brought into it. And that brought me to tears hearing, hearing this girl tell about what she does and so on uh, because uh, I think of my son and he's growing up in a barren land spiritually and what he knows of as church is really small gatherings of folks uh, and uh but being here in the States, what a wonderful blessing it is for us, for him to have to go to these Sunday school gatherings and, and midweek gatherings and being with other kids and, and knowing there's a, uh, a much bigger reality to Christianity than, he, than he's exposed to when he's in Italy. Uh, and he has brothers and sisters here in the States and around the world uh, that he can connect with. And, and so we, we really value this time right now in the States for that reason as well. And we look forward to... Uh, him growing up, we want to make sure he can uh, maximize these relationships and friendships he has with folks here in the state. It's going to be very important for him. So, uh, again, corporate worship, wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, twice came to tears uh, just hearing everybody singing and worshiping the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful thing. And also hearing this missionary kid who grew up and how she's helping others to go through that, thinking of uh, Cornelius and his future and so on. And uh, that was very encouraging to me also. Wonderful stuff.
Another, uh, the third one here, observation, has to do with uh, churches of substance. I uh, just want to encourage you, if you're here in the States, you're a believer, uh, you're very, very blessed. Uh, churches of substance do exist, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. You don't realize the grace that it is. Uh, those times when you don't even feel like maybe per- persevering and pressing on with Christ and, and going to church even, or things like this. Uh, just knowing, at any given moment, all hundreds, thousands of people here in this country are going uh, and to gatherings and serving the Lord and preaching His gospel and so on. It in itself is grace. The average Italian who comes to the Lord in Italy has never seen anything like you've seen here in the States when it comes to folks who love the Lord and live for Him and so on. Uh, so it's a grace to you. It's a wonderful thing. Churches of substance, such a great blessing. And uh, we're reminded of that here uh, now. Now, one thing that alarms me on the flip side of that, though, we've seen in some instances very professional. Like everything is timed to the exact uh, second. Everything is perfect, almost too perfect. It's like an organization. It's like a professional thing. And uh, and in Italy, we're just maybe it's just us because we're used to missionary church planning and so on. Where, for example, I'll be leading worship with a guitar, and I'll get halfway through a song and realize, not even halfway through, listen, I can't sing this song. Uh, we don't know it well enough. Let's just niche that for today and let's try this song instead we have that freedom and there's that spontaneity which I think is a wonderful thing in church and kind of how it ought to be and we just pick up with another song and sing to the Lord and, and we know he understands and he's with us and so on and we're not too professional about things which is, is good now there's a place for organization there's a place for professionalism sort of um, but when it's too perfect it's for me it's a little concerning you know it can't be that perfect uh, we are still uh, uh, the undesirable things of the world uh, that God chose to profound the wise and so on uh, we need to remember that but in any case it's a wonderful thing to see the the structure of the churches and i don't mean the building i mean all the the organization within it's it's wonderful there's programs for the kids there's people serving doing all kinds of different things and and, and large-scale capacity for outreach and, and involvement and and different bible studies going on every day of the week different things this is great to see very very encouraging so if you're a christian here in the states we just encourage you you're, you're blessed there are churches of substance good biblical churches as well and that is awesome that is really really cool uh the last point uh, i'll say is uh it's here in the states an observation we made is the there's great soil for evangelism everywhere i go here the doors just swing wide open to preach the gospel and evangelize folks and bring them to the lord uh yesterday for example I haven't been to Taco Bell in 15 years, uh, but I've been craving Taco Bell for some reason for like two days, and uh, trying to get the baby to sleep, so we go for a little drive after lunch, and I end up stopping at Taco Bell because the baby didn't fall asleep. We go inside, and next thing you know, we're, we're talking to a guy sitting next to us, and uh, I don't even know how we got into the conversation, but the Lord opened the door, I guess we could say, and uh, next thing you know, he asked, am I a preacher? I said, yes, I am a preacher, and uh, we get into the gospel. He's a Roman Catholic, and uh, turned into a nice one-hour time together, able to evangelize him, preach the gospel, give him the good news, encourage him, exhort him to consider these things, to open his Bible, which till now he said at the end, he confessed he's he has one, but it's dusty. He's never opened it, so I was able to encourage him where to go and what to read, and, and we exchanged information, and, and Lord willing, we'll see this man actually come to saving faith, and that God appointed that, that random thing that we went to Taco Bell and met a guy. Uh, and then again, to Today, talking with a Muslim, he named one son. He's got three kids at the mall. We're at the mall today. And this this guy, uh, he named one kid Isaac, another one Abraham, and another one Ishmael. Talk about controversy for the future with that family, no matter what they believe. <laughs> that was really ironic. It was really funny. Uh, but didn't, didn't take advantage of the opportunity because I had a screaming baby and I couldn't. But just to say... The, the soil here is ripe for a conversation about the gospel, for preaching the gospel, uh, not what we experience on a normal basis in Italy. Italy, everybody is scared, it seems, 
to talk about spiritual things. They've been, in a very real sense, spiritually abused in the name of God. And if it hasn't been by the Roman Catholic Church, it has been by Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons. And still to this day, every person I evangelize in Italy, within 10 seconds, out talking about Jesus or things of salvation, they always ask, are you a Jehovah Witness? That's the first thing and only thing that comes to their mind. Uh, so if you can imagine that what we go through there, everybody's just nervous and afraid, and we have to walk on eggshells and, until the doors open and we can talk in more depth about these things. Uh, whereas here in the States, it's the doors wide open, the soil is rich. Over there, we're digging up rocks, throwing out stones, moving the logs, so we can just get the, the soil stirred up and then begin in the future talking with people about things uh, related to the gospel. Here, it's a totally different ballgame. And man, I encourage you, be excited if you live here. And, and get out there, have tracks in your pocket always, and be uh, be evangelizing, folks. Be talking, be looking. Take every opportunity you get, because here they literally are around every corner. It's just absolutely wonderful. Uh, so that experience, together with the corporate worship, I'm almost tempted to give up the missionary career and just come and live in the States and live the good life. Uh, but I understand our calling, and I understand that would be a sin for us, and we can't. Uh, we have the, the people who have no understanding of salvation to care for. Back in Italy, we have a high calling of the Lord to humble ourselves, to do the dirty work, uh, which sadly not many want to do today, of just getting on the streets and enga- engaging people with the gospel and evangelizing, uh, preaching the gospel, leading them to Christ, and then doing all the other stuff, discipleship and everything else, to uh, see churches planted. Uh, so uh, pray for us to resist that temptation to stay here in the States, and to keep at our call, and to keep preaching that word day in and day out. Again, four simple observations. Hope in some way that encourages you or blesses you. Uh, the liberal and the Roman Catholic Church have kind of plagued the land here. Be mindful of that. Uh, number two, uh, corporate worship. What a wonderful thing going on here in the States. Uh, it brings me to tears. Uh, remember how blessed you are to have such a, a wonderful body of Christ uh, to call your family. And the, the substance of the churches here, the depth uh, in the biblical churches where there's good doctrine, where there's a good membership understanding and, and all these different things of of what a biblical church is and the good understanding of that, that that's that's a wonderful thing and there's it's a growing thing and it's happening more and more and then the good organization and different things happening good stuff to keep in mind uh, you're, you're greatly blessed here and lastly the, the great soil for evangelism remember that your soil here is ripe you may be thinking it's getting hard with all these other things going on in the world today but in reality uh, the soil here is still very ripe trust me on that because coming from Italy, uh, I know what unripe soil is. Uh, so thanks for listening today. hope you're encouraged. God bless you. Until the next time. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.